Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from uh, different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. So we talk to athletes, we talk to entrepreneurs, CEOs, just um, people that are, are doing things in their space that um, we can take a look at, hear a little bit about their journey, um, and also, I think, take some of those away and, and hopefully impact us positively as well. And uh, um, you know, just before we jump into today's interview. Um, and today is a revisit, which is kind of cool as well. Um, just wanted to uh, connect on, um, obviously, uh, Epitome Sportswear is uh, um, one of our sponsors and uh, one that aligns really nicely with us. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that they really focus on um, being able to live life fully. So looking at kind of whole life success. So not just high performance, but also that, you know, if you um, are going to your child's game, whether it's uh, maybe a hockey game, a soccer game, whatever that is, depending on where you are, um, just being very comfortable in that. And, um, you know, the other part that we really like as well is that they give back to the community that they serve. So they're working to impact the inequities in opportunity for girls and women in sport. And uh, for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sports. So, um, so that's very cool as well. Um, just take a look at our um, Instagram or Facebook bios and, and go in there and you can see uh, how to get through to that. And, and there is a, a percentage, uh, I think, piece um, for discount as well. Um, but you can go directly to them as well, which is epitome, so E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com. And today, I'm really happy to be able to, um, and this, again, is a bit of a catch-up for us um, with April Hutchison. Um, uh, we've chatted in the past, so you may have listened to the first time she's been on. Um, you'll get to know, if, if you don't already, that she is a power lifter. Um, and a power lifter has a really cool story because she, she overcame addiction to go on to set competitive records and has recently qualified for the world championships, which we'll talk about, which is pretty cool. Um, she has a really inspiring story about um, her own kind of mind and body transformation during the pandemic. So not not that long ago, a lot of this kind of has happened. And now she's actually moved from that through recovery into kind of smashing powerlifting records, which is pretty cool. So uh, first of all, great to have you back on the show, April. Really appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much, Jamie. It's good to see you again. Yeah, yeah, you as well. And, um, you know, I, I know a lot has happened since the last time we talked, which really wasn't that long ago, but boy, things have really moved quickly. So, um, you know, maybe why don't we start a little bit about, um, uh, you know, the Nationals, which wasn't that long ago. Um, you know, that's for people who haven't been to an event like that. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cool to even go to something that is, you know, bringing people from around the country to it. What was that experience like for you? Tell us a bit about it. It was honestly... Um... Even the first day I arrived, so the Nationals were in St. John's, uh, Newfoundland, Newfoundland, and a uh, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, I've never been there before. Um, but even like the first day when I was there, um, it was very surreal. 
Um, I, I remember calling my grandma, like just crying. So I was like, so just, you know, cause my mom passed away and you know, I wanted my mom to be there. She wasn't there. So I was just like, called my grandma, which was the next best thing. She just turned 99. And, uh, as a grandma, I can't believe I'm here. And, uh, you know, it was just, I just felt so full of like gratitude. And that's probably why I was crying, right? I was just so happy, so full of gratitude just to be even there. Um, you know, I talked to you prior and, you know, you knew it was my dream to get to Worlds and obviously National was the step t- to get there. So, mm-hmm. um, but no, and, and just being at the event itself and seeing lifters that I've looked up to for, for years now, you know, seeing them lift and being able to talk to them, they were like movie stars to me. And I was like <laughs> pinching myself. So, yeah. And it just gave me even more, um, you know, drive to do my best on, on a platform. Right. So yeah, it was just an incredible week. Um, I lifted the second, yeah, second day I was there. So I got the rest of the week to kind of tour around the city and then watch other people lift. But no, it was, it was a, epic epic event yeah well and tell us because obviously your intention wasn't you have a bit of an idea before you go about how how competitive you're going to be with the field that's there and everything but no matter what it's still kind of you you still have to do what you need to do when you're there what was what was there a lot of pressure was uh did you did you feel that or did you feel pretty comfortable that you were going to be able to qualify for the next step well i think with any competition you always want to scope out who you're going to be competing against um in the end you can only lift for yourself you can only lift as much weight as you physically can so but it's always nice to see you know who your competition is i it doesn't even matter who i'm competing against i'll always just try my hardest um you know you might go to a competition and you know that you might win by a couple hundred pounds but you still try to get get your best number right for yourself so um i felt pretty i felt really good going in um a couple of the ladies i actually competed against at centrals and there were some new people as well Mm -hmm. but um you know it was fairly competitive Uh, um you can always like think too like you know you might get injured you uh i know one of my lifts i got called on a technical error for my squat and you know that that surprised me because i you know i've i've done the nationals is actually my second competition ever yeah. so which is crazy like crazy yeah. um because as you know i started lifting during covid so there was no competitions so yeah. i basically went from centrals to nationals which is very unheard of but yeah. um but you always have to remember um like the technical errors. I I'm still learning every day I do this sport. I learned something new. So it didn't go as planned, but it, I still lifted my best numbers so far and which has put me not only first in Canada, but right currently I'm second worldwide. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which, which is exciting. Cause that's the next step. And we will talk about, I, I think that next next step in a second but Mm -hmm. i i do want to kind of go back because you did mention there that um you know you're you're relatively new to the sport in many ways but it's it's also Mm -hmm. just very different because of because of covid and all of those things but um maybe if we can kind of go back and and talk a little bit about you have a journey that's different than other people because you Mm -hmm. actually um you know you went through some recovery stuff right at 
you know, and this is also something that's really, I, I would assume helped you kind of, you, you've totally went all in on this after that, but maybe tell us a bit about your journey here, because I think that's, that's important to know how far you've come, I think, in that amount of time. Sure. Um, so I've been, a, well, I'm a recovered alcoholic. I've been sober for almost three years now. It'll be uh, three years this September. Um, so I had battled alcoholism for, for many, many years, most of my lifetime, to be honest, um, since I was a, a child, basically, you know, I started drinking, I think my first sip of beer was when I was five years old. So um, unfortunately, some childhood trauma happened, things got a little worse growing up. Um, but I had gone to a couple of rehabs in the past, but I just wasn't ready to give up drinking at that time. Yeah. Um, so I went into rehab September, 2019, and, um, I came out and I basically started powerlifting the day after I wasn't employed at that time. I went into rehab because I didn't want to get a job because I just wanted to focus on myself. So when I came out, I actually kind of landed the job of my dreams, um, which I just love. I'm a, like, I'm in bylaw for the city of London. Yeah. And uh, then I started powerlifting and I just kind of within a few months, my body loved it. And my coach said, you know, you would qualify for provincials. And I said, really? So that's kind of cool. Didn't really think anything of it. And then I just kept on changing. Like, my body kept changing. I was adapting to the sport and uh, I signed up for a couple of competitions in 2020, but then COVID was full force. Um, hitting everyone. And so we basically just trained in my, in my coach's small garage. Um, All the, all the competitions were canceled. So we kind of put on little mock competitions ourselves, just me and him kind of fooling around to see what kind of numbers we could lift. And uh, yeah. And with six months, I was qualifying for nationals. So it was just a matter of waiting for nationals to happen. So it was, Two and a half years I waited for a competition. So yeah, that I mean that that in itself is I, I mean, I know a lot of people were going through a lot of that stuff, but boy, it's 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 hard when you don't you have that at the start of your career in something, I would assume, whereas others they had a break, but at least they knew what yeah. to expect, right? And so you've you've you're jumping into something a little bit cold compared to some people, which which is uh, um, which is pretty impressive. And and I guess as you were going through kind of and and you've really kind of went full on into powerlifting now. Is that um, did you find is it is it more mental or physical that it you've kind of found your spot in that? Like is it is it um, the changes physically that you felt, or is it more kind of headspace stuff that's that's different? Like what's what's the bigger part for you? I definitely think it's more mental for me. Of course, I loved seeing my body change. Um, you know, I was I think I was like 180 pounds, but not fit when I went into rehab. Yeah, uh, I came out, I, I lost a lot of body fat, but gained a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. I was actually pretty ripped because I had like yeah. the, the newbie gains, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is great. But then as time goes on, like I I, I still follow a diet, but I'm not as ripped as I used to be, but I'm actually, I'm heavier. I know I have way more muscle. Like now I'm up to 220. Yeah. So I'm the highest I've ever been. And, you know, sometimes like the number on the scale can mess with my head, but I mean, I feel great. I feel the strongest I've ever felt my whole life. Yeah. Um, 
but for mental wise, I just know it's a mental thing because it's like, uh, and I don't want to say I replaced an addiction with an addiction, mm-hmm. which many alcoholics and addicts will do. Yeah. Um, you know, even if I did say that it's not anything that I'm doing, that's going to harm myself. It's not life threatening what I'm doing. You know, yeah. it doesn't, uh, any addiction, if it gets bad, if it actually interferes with your normal daily living, right? And this yeah. this does not. Um, but I do know, I, I do get scared when, um, you know, if I have a slight injury or, you know, if a competition doesn't happen that was supposed to happen, I can get pretty down. Yeah. And I can get scared because I feel like, well, if I don't have this, what do I have? Like, I need... I need this to, I don't need it to stay sober, but it definitely helps me stay sober. Sure. And, and just um, to be able to get my story out there, like, for example, what we're doing today, that keeps me sober as well, because if I can inspire other people, like I've been doing talks at high schools, I've been talking at AA and people are like, wow, like I said, you can change and be sober, but you can do even a lot more than that. Like, your body, there's no limits, right, to what you can do if you if you set your mind to it. So, I do, I do think it's a mental thing because I do know if I don't have it, I would probably run and do something else, like yeah. get obsessed with something else. Yeah, you know, I I'm not the type to come home after work and just sit on the couch watch TV. I need to be active and I need to be, you know, helping people too, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean I think that's the the part that you know, we had a lot of feedback after the first time you came on about um, because you you did talk a lot about how um, you know you you really hit a, what I think you'd think would be a, a pretty heavy low before the, the time you did go into rehab and um, and mm-hmm. the fact that you've been able to I think come from that which you know is a, a lot of people would look at you now and would have no idea that 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 wasn't that long ago really um to, no. to get to that point in your life and um and kudos to you for not only not only doing it but sharing it with people which I think is important yeah no I it's funny like a lot of the people I know now like say new co-workers or I mean I think everyone in my life I'd say 75 percent are new people because I had to actually get rid of my old acquaintances, um, you know, I really didn't have any good solid friends because no one wanted to be around me when I was drinking. So thank God I lost all the acquaintances because, you know, they weren't my real friends. They were just people that wanted to drink with me. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, so all the people in my my life now are, you know, I could have like five friends, but they're all good people. Like actually none of them even drink. But I don't tell them not to drink. They just don't drink. And um, just good hearted people. And I love that. And I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. But people that know me, they're like, I could never picture you (laughs) drinking. And I I used to smoke like cigarettes, too. And I can't believe it. Like, I just I'll smell someone smoking a cigarette. I'm like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I I just can't believe I used to smoke cigarettes because it went hand in hand with the alcohol. Right. So, yeah. Wow. Well, and as you've gone through this the last little while, is there, um, like, have you, have you found, uh, have there been a couple of people that you've really looked up to, to, to get through this or to even excel in the sport that you're in? Like how, who has helped you kind of through some of that, or have there been people you've looked to, to, to do that? Um, well, I think like definitely my coach has been, um, like almost like my number one support. Yeah. Um, 
he's never like doubted me. He's always encouraged me. Like I met him before actually when I was drinking mm-hmm. because I had gone into the gym to try to get fit, to make an effort. Now, mind you, I would go to the gym, work out, and then I would puke right after, or the alcohol would literally be seeping through my pores. Like I would stink up the whole gym of booze, it was, yeah. you know, but I look back and I go, Oh, like that was just, I feel so sorry for my older, like my, myself because i was like oh like you're trying april but you know i was really trying just to live and to get better right to do anything yeah. to be sober but but he said you know what go to rehab when, when you come out i'm here for you and let's crush it let's start you know powerlifting let's start doing something right so yeah um and he's a great powerlifter himself he just went and broke a whole bunch of provincial records um He's just a great, great role model. And he's like one of my best friends. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as anyone else, I mean, I've always had my father by my side, but there's been a couple of people in the Federation that have helped me um, that have been in powerlifting for 20 years or more that have helped me just with like, um, you know, critique and with my, my lifts and stuff like that, who've been yeah. very supportive. It's a, it's a beautiful community. Like it's like a family, like all the females, that I met at nationals. We're all good friends now and talk. Yeah. So yeah, I think I can't name just one person. I think the community as a whole is just very family-like. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's very cool. And, and yeah. uh, do you feel that it's really like, uh, do you, uh, I mean, other people would look at it and see, wow, this, this has been a lot of change for you in that amount of time. Do you find like, do you feel that your life has really changed the last little while? Like as you're going, getting ready to go to worlds, does it, does it feel to you like things have changed drastically? Yeah, no, it really, it has. And it's actually taking uh, some time to get used to that. Because um, before in my active addiction, my life was like this. It was yeah. literally a roller coaster. So I am not used to having my life even kill. Like it's, it's very different. Um, I actually... I refer it to almost like I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I said to my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm not used to sitting around. Like, cause I'll go to the gym after I work and then I'll have dinner and then I'll have an hour to either go for a walk or sometimes I watch it, something on Netflix. And I said, I don't remember sitting at home watching Netflix. He's like, you were always at the bars or like, yeah, <laughs> like you were, you were out. And yeah, I was, I was out and I was up till three in the morning and, so it's, it's very different, but I, but I like it. Like, come on, I'm, I'm like 46 years old now. It's time to, time to grow up. Right. And, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, my priorities are much different now and, um, you know, just literally my sobriety is number one in my life. Mm-hmm. Next to that is my, my job, which I love. Um, yeah. and then my family, friends, and obviously health comes in with my sobriety. Right. So, that's that's it keep it simple steve i love it because that's it's true right just keep it simple and to me just be true to myself and be kind and my life is golden so yeah now i know we talked a little bit the last time you'd mentioned that you know you had you had been pretty clear at saying your goal was to get to world so um (laughs) so maybe I'll, i'll ask you our um do you have very specific goals now that like, I mean, you're, you're, you're technically there, so you're, you're able to go. And um, so just, do you have, 
Uh, how do you set your goals for the next little while, knowing that that's that's the next big step and it's a pretty pretty huge step? Yeah. So my next actually my next competition, I got invited to go to North American Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be in August and. Okay. That will be with Team Canada. So that's pretty cool. I get to wear my my Team Canada and represent. Um, So that will be the next one. That's in Panama City in August. And then after that is Worlds in October. So from now into Panama, that's two months. So that's a good building block for me. And I'm hoping to get some records while I'm in the North Americans. Um, I should be able to get the squat, deadlift, and total record for Canada. And then... The world's, that will be another building block. So, I mean, I know my goal is to get gold. Um, I've, I have scoped out my competition. Yeah. And you know what? If I get second, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what? That I can't live in like, I can't live like that because I, I still think I'm going to get gold. Um, remember, I wrote that letter to myself. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Cause if, if people don't remember that you, you did. So. Yeah. So years ago when I first started powerlifting, I um, wrote a letter to myself saying that April, you're going to win worlds. Um, it was just a simple letter and you know, it's, it's, I believe in that sitting it out in the universe, I'm manifesting basically what I want and lo and behold, I'm going to worlds. So um, I still believe I'm going to win gold. Um, but like I said, if I, even to get podium is such a big honor and just, you know, I'd be so happy. So, I mean, yeah. just to be able to go. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's, that's huge in itself because how many people get to do that and, yeah. and have the ability to be able to do it as well. I mean, exactly. that's, that's pretty awesome that you have that. So, yeah, um, no, that's, that's like the one thing I'm like, I'm so grateful for my health and, you know, not being injured and just, just being able to go. It's just, it's crazy. Like I'm so grateful. Yeah. Very cool. And, um, you know, do you find that your experiences to now, um, you know, how does it, um, do you think you have more resilience than other people, I guess, when you go through this, like, do you think, or, you know, because of, of what you come through to get here, um, do you find that's, is that a, is that a strength for you? And do you think that that's maybe something that is, is a bit of, um, an added power for you that others might not have because of what you've went through? No, you know what? Uh, I mean, I don't want to sound conceited in saying this, but I do believe say people that have gone through addictions and are now sober or people that have gone through hardship. I definitely think they, they are more resilient. Um, there's an expression I love and it's, it's um, a peacock doesn't get its feathers until it eats thorns. And I always remember that quote because I was like, well, I know when I go into the gym and I'm having a really bad mental day or I'm really kind of down about something, you know, I think about my mom who, you know, battled uh, brain cancer, who was a big lover of life, was super fit, would run marathons and, um, she would do anything just to be alive today. So a lot of the time when I lift, I'll think of her and think of what a, you know, just a strong woman she was. And I like to say, I do a lot of my lifting for her. Um, other times I look at my addiction and I think I get angry, right? Like I get angry and I use that as strength because I'm like, F you, you know, 
yeah alcohol or fu addiction like i gotta show to myself and to other people that you know you can't let that deter you and you you know you can't let negative comments deter you like you know people might try to put you down or you know you got the trolls on social media like you can't let that mess with you um because you know what it's your life it's it's my life i have one life to live we don't know if we come back after death so like i'm just gonna make the most of it and and uh try to do the best i can but i i do feel that um recovered alcoholics or addicts are some of the most um uh, emotionally intelligent people um i've ever met because for example when I do start getting down or if I'm angry about something, I used to go run to the bottle to suppress that feeling. But now when I feel a negative emotion, I can recognize it and I will sit with it. And I will just know that that expression, this too shall pass. It will pass. So don't go running to the bottle. You know, if you have to hit a, you know, a punching bag or go lift some weights, that's way better. But I'm really good now at recognizing my feelings and being like, hey, I'm angry because I'm sad or I'm scared. You know, anger is always a secondary emotion, right? So I'm really good at recognizing that. And that helps me in my lifting, right? So, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I mean, it's, well, how does it feel, I guess, knowing that there are tons of people now who look to you as an example that way and, and lots of people that whether they've been through what you've been through or not, um, are inspired by what you're doing. I mean, I'm sure there's many, there's many young girls that are seeing even just what you're doing in your athletic space that, um, you know, is to them, you're an inspiration. So how does it feel to know that you're kind of giving back that way, but through what you're doing? Oh, like, honestly, my boyfriend knows this about me. I live to help people. Like I just, my mom was the same way actually. And it's, um, the local news ctv actually did an article on me twice this year about um just overcoming addiction and i had so many people write in and people i don't even know write me and actually made comments about like what an inspiration and um because you know not only am i recovered um alcoholic but i'm also 46 years old Mm -hmm. you know i i actually did all this when i was 44 yeah um you know, I'm a female and, you know, and there was no competitions and it was COVID. I had a lot of these things kind of against me. Crashed right? together so, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So I, again, I, I used a, a crappy two years of COVID and turned it and made it work for me. And um, when I get comments about, um, you know, from, from girls saying like young girls in their teens, commenting I'm like that's awesome because like so many girls are you know afraid to lift weights or they're they have body issues right like you you've seen my Instagram I'm all about telling people how much I weigh and how much I love it um I love being strong I love being muscular I love being thick yeah you know you got to embrace that like gone of the days like you remember the weight the skinny (laughs) people growing up um and just be yourself, just be healthy. And it's just, you know, just woman power, like get out there. And like, if you want to lift weights then lift weights. And I think it's really good for, for females because it's becoming such a popular sport, like with powerlifting, it's crazy how it's just really taken off in the last couple of years. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, you see a lot of that change, which is, which is great. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, you do have a couple of big things. I mean, obviously worlds, you, you mentioned, um, North America as well. Um, you know, one of the things that I know is a challenge either way when you're doing that is, uh, um, you know, you've got to kind of figure out sponsors and all that fun stuff to be able to do all of that. A lot of people forget that, especially when it's, um, kind of amateur style sports anyway. Um, and, um, you know, it has that, has that been a challenge? Does it continue to be a challenge for you? Well, I think a lot of people don't understand that the athletes in Canada are much different than the States. Mm -hmm. So we don't get paid anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to pay for our track suits. We got to pay for our uniforms. We got to pay for um, our travel expenses um, in the States. That's a different story. So um, I've been, you know, I'm big on Instagram on social media. I don't have the time right now to do a YouTube channel, um, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to post as much as I can to, um, you know, I have had a couple companies approach me, um, one being Muscle Trail Canada. It's a new supplement company. Yeah. Um, and they're actually, they give me supplements every month. And then I do posts for them for exchange of money. So, yeah. I mean, that's honestly what I need. I mean, supplements cost me a lot of money, so that actually helps. But um, I find it hard because of Instagram, for example, I feel like a lot of companies get free advertising anyways. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I remember yeah. like American Apparel back in the day was like, here, everyone take a picture with your cell phone and tag us. That's yeah. how they advertised. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, you know, it's yeah. hard. Um, I just did an episode with a pretty famous YouTuber on Monday who I've been watching for like three years. So he's actually yeah. in Toronto. And so I think yeah. that will help me get more exposure. Yeah. He's repped. He's actually with uh, Gymshark. So yep. hey, yep. maybe Gymshark. <laughs> I don't know, but there you go. Right. So just, just getting my name out there. Um, you know, yep. I, I actually put out a little, um, a PayPal link for people that want to donate towards my travel expenses, mm -hmm. but, but yeah. But well, I mean, any any exposure that way helps because that's that's part of it, right? Is a lot of it is being able to kind of have that reciprocal relationship for whoever that that company is. So, uh, I mean, yeah. anytime, um, I, I mean, you do have one of those stories that I think is uh, is pretty compelling. So, um, you know, that's it's great from that end, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, you see more of that kind of generated over the next little while. So, yeah, um, and you have to pick one too that you're. Um, that you're passionate about right? right so right you just can't go with a company that like and honestly I, every day I get people asking me why don't I do only fans I'm like no so here's for the record I will never do an only fans <laughs> yeah yeah I have a well, it, it, job <laughs> it, well and it has to, yeah and it has to align with kind of your beliefs and all of those things whatever you know yeah. whatever those companies are as well like that's it's got to be something that um you know fits for both as well. Yeah, and, exactly. and so that's, that's sometimes a challenge, but, uh, um, you know, uh, so you have, uh, you know, a bunch of things kind of coming up. Um, if people want to follow your journey and, and, um, you know, uh, connect with you, you know, what are the best ways to do that, April? So the, the best way would be my Instagram. It's basically my name, April, then dot Hutchinson, um, you can message me through there. You can follow my journey. Um, most, most hundred percent of the stuff I post is very positive. It's about my powerlifting, um, some, a lot of stuff to do with health and fitness. Mm -hmm. 
And also, if there's anyone out there that's looking to get into powerlifting, you can contact me. I can help you out. And also, anyone going through problems with addictions, I am an open book. I told this to many people at AA meetings. I give them my phone number. If you want to contact me, I'm, I'm definitely will help you out. So. Right. Well, that's that's fantastic. We'll make sure that we put that link um, on the show notes as well. And uh, um, definitely connect with uh, April and follow her because uh, there's some really exciting stuff coming up. I know we're, we're going to be uh, watching to see how things go over the next little while. But um, uh, again, you know, uh, thank you for for connecting with us again and, and sharing kind of what's happened over the last little while. It's it's always a, a treat to hear kind of what's uh, what's been going on with you, April. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I I'm glad we, uh, I think we met, I think back in, was it January maybe? Yeah, yeah, must have been, yeah, a while ago now, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I've been really grateful for your uh, yeah. support and friendship, so thank oh. you. No problem at all. And uh, yeah, we'll all be watching. If you haven't hit subscribe on the on the uh, podcast, make sure you do that now. We have great people every week, just like April. Um, and uh, and yeah, um, you know, again, make sure that you follow what she's doing because uh, some really exciting things coming up. And uh, we will talk to everybody else again uh, very soon on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.